0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Invent Right TV show. We have Keanu Alfaro and Paul Sorensen on the line. Keanu is a former student, become coach slash successful inventor, and Paul is our negotiation coach and one of our coaches who actually coached Keanu. Now Keanu went from basically a part-time baseball coach to a truly successful inventor with over 40 products licensed to over 10 companies. So what we're gonna share with you today is, how did Keanu get there and how can you get there as well? You guys wanna know about that, huh? All right. And then we're gonna do another video after this one, uh, talks about taking things to the next level. What's the future for Keanu? Where does he need to go? How can he take things to even another level? So Keanu, you know, when you were a student and Paul was your coach, uh, you you were kinda like I think you were teaching
1: baseball part time.
0: Did you have another job too?
1: Uh, I, I kinda just found side jobs here and there and and not and, uh, yeah, but basically coaching baseball.
0: Were you were you struggling financially a little bit? I mean you weren't like ranking in the big bucks, were
1: you? I, well let's face it, I I certainly was not where I was am now.
0: Yeah. For, yeah.
1: Okay. Um Paul,
0: uh, when Keanu came on board and uh, first call, you might not remember because you probably think of Keanu differently now. But he's got all these products licensing. He's a fellow coach now. Um, Where was his head at? His head couldn't have been on completely straight like it is now.
2: Well, I think it's like most inventors. They come on and they've been kind of inventor in their own mind and in their heart for a long time. Mm. But they're not exactly sure the efficient path to get there. And I think one of the big things there is you think that you have to come up with random ideas, and so you do. You just kind of think, "Oh, what can I come up with?" Versus really honing your skills and doing things on purpose, mm-hmm. coming up with ideas on purpose instead of just random ideas. So we he, knew- he had several of those, and and we were working through them. Um, but very early on, he had a breakthrough, and was going, he, he learned that lesson how to invent for the marketplace and take advantage of uh, relationships and, and following the, the correct path. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and that path led you to what, over 40 products licensed Keanu and to 10, what's the impressive part, which our audience might not understand why that's impressive, that it's to over 10 companies. So can you talk about your your early thinking and the way you think now?
1: Well, early thinking was, you know, you get that first deal, which is the biggest one, the hardest one to get. But and then after that I tried to you know, let's see how big can I make this? How many companies can I reach out to? How many companies can I work with? And so it was just me turning over every stone. But you
0: a lot of inventors would have just said, well, I, I I love this company. They license it from me. I'll just keep showing them. You, you're doing a lot of knives, right? Um, Correct. That's what you're licensing. I'll just keep showing them this one company, knife after knife, but that's not what you did.
2: Correct. You did something much better than that. He didn't even do that from the beginning because I can still – remember a lot of the names of those knife companies that I had never heard before and every week when we'd meet I'd say okay how are things going with this company how about that company how about that company how about that one and it seems like it was always evolving and growing so he did very well
0: so did he did he play the numbers game Paul and and can you talk about what is the numbers game we always say that but tell people what that is
2: yeah there's a couple things to the numbers game number one is in When you're working on one idea, the numbers game is having many potential licensees because you need a big hit list because even if your product is right for companies, the timing might not be right. So you have to have a next guy to go to if the timing's not right for, you know, this guy and you have to keep on going. And Mm -hmm. some companies will work faster than others. And so you want to play the numbers game with that. But then the second part of the numbers game is it's not just one product. As soon as you get culling companies on your first one, you want to get that next one in line and get it caught up to the first one. So now you have two culling companies or calling companies on two products. And so it's a kind of a multifaceted numbers game. Many companies and many products.
0: So now, Keanu, you've licensed to 10 different companies, but how many different knife companies do you have on your list that you typically reach out to?
1: Well, within the first three months I got started, I had hit 1,200 companies. What? So 1,200. That's that's not That's not normal. <laughs> 1, really?
0: 000. But weren't some of those just like Chinese companies you would never license to and stuff?
1: But in my mind, it's you never know what that interaction can lead to. And yeah. so I, I fully believe in that to this day. Okay, so, I've
0: never heard that before, Paul, that kind of number. You know, usually yeah, people are like, eh, you know, 20, 30, 40, once in a while, 100. but
2: Yeah, wow. see, I, I, I try not to shock my students other than the very first time when I talked. I was like, yeah, a hit list of 20 is okay, but why, why not go for 30 or 50 or 80 or 100? But once you get over 100, if you're not getting interest in most – cases and in most categories, it's the, the issues with the product, not with the lack of companies to look for. But Keanu's just an overachiever and it's working for him. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Wow. <laughs> so that
0: so then they kind of started. So once you reached out to that many, how many do you have a relationship with? You might have not licensed to yet. Do you have a relationship with like 50 where you're regularly sending now? Are you still sending to those ones that just don't reply? um what are you doing yes
1: yes and yes so, yes and yes okay
0: Got it. frankly
1: i don't know how many companies i have on my hit list that i'm actually talking to because there's so many you know, I i keep track of it all in my email and i just kind of forget about the rest because it's just too much to keep up with i used to use an excel but i just do everything on email now and so i probably i, I it's hard for me to say a number i don't want to give the wrong number but it's a lot so you
0: are you are you keeping a, a customer relationship management system where you've got all these companies in there? So when you blast it out, it's it's going to each one, but individually. Do you do that? I've never asked you about that.
1: Not so much. You know the companies that that are very good at communicating, they stick in my mind, and so I'll go back to those ones. Right? I mean, right. that number is probably significantly less. So probably know, twenty, thirty, right? That I can really go back to. Maybe a little bit more here, here, there, but right the number that we're looking at
0: good okay
1: um how did you
0: refine you know we always talk about sometimes it doesn't mean to any much to our audience studying the marketplace when you're doing these knives that you're licensing over and over again um what are you studying are you looking at the the different do you categorize them like styles price ranges things and then then you come up with the knife design for for that's going to satisfy 20 or 30 of these companies and you only need one to like
1: it here's why i I really believe i'm so successful in the knife and tool manufacturing is because back in 20 when i was able to buy a knife legally okay when i was 21 (laughs) is that the age i don't know you can't you buy a knife at 18 i started (laughs) i don't know what the Uh i think oh 18 it's 18 so as soon as i was able to purchase a knife I started online shopping, going into stores, looking at knives, always was trying to find the best knife. And so when you look at from that time to when I decided to try to get into licensing, I had been studying the marketplace for that amount of time, four years, but it was fun because I was shopping, you know, that's a bad thing, right? But, uh, you know, I spent a lot of mon- ton of money on my own knives, buying my own knives, but I did a damn good job, excuse my language, studying the marketplace because of it. Mm. And so I believe that's really why I'm so successful successful in that industry. I just know the industry like the back of my hand.
0: So you you really you were in really in the knives since you were young, and a construction worker may be really into the tools they use, or whatever they use. So being really into what you're doing, very beneficial for you.
1: Absolutely, because it just doesn't feel like work,
2: right? You yeah. just
1: just wake up, you just do it because you enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But I do have to clarify to those that just had this big pang of doubt: you don't have to be into it and know much about it to be successful. Because I look at mine, my two spatulas. I'm not a cook; never worked in a restaurant, and two of my deals are in for restaurant and cooking. So
0: I don't think you cook at all, Paul. Doesn't your wife do all the cooking? Do you do any cooking at all? But you did a you did a kitchen product.
2: Uh, I do a little bit of cooking. A little bit,
0: okay. All right.
2: We go camping. I do all the cooking. So get me sure. in front okay. of my camp cooker, my cat, my blackstone or whatever. I can make some mean Dutch oven potatoes and chicken and rolls. Okay, all right.
0: Better man than me. I I I, I clean the dishes. I, <laughs> that's all I do. Um. So what what Paul's saying is very true, guys. You know, Kean is super in the knife since he was young. Paul isn't super into cooking. He does some cooking, but he still observed the marketplace, and he came up with a solution to a problem. So I think it can be beneficial if you're really into the category, but you can also just be observant and study the marketplace too, which is the point Paul was making. So I think they're both true. Um, Definitely doesn't hurt if you're really into it, though. Uh, Yeah.
2: And and to visit the thousand, I don't know that I've ever heard of anybody ever getting No, I don't. i haven't either so in fact most categories it's impossible to even get that many (laughs) right so so don't think that that's the norm either as we were saying 20 to 30 is a great hit list anything above 30 to 80 is great and 80 to 100 like i say a hundred's about when you know it's not the lack of contacts it's Something product. is wrong with the product, or your timing's bad, or something.
0: Now, Keanu, do you do you have a background in sales or anything like that? Because you you're, you seem very persistent. I, I most inventors, when they make their list of companies, if they're not with us, it's like one or two or three. That's it. They think that that's going to work. Um, but did you learn that from us, and then just do it on steroids, or did you naturally go? I'm going to need to reach out to a lot.
1: Well, I I do believe I'm wired that way. Number one, but certainly having Paul as my coach is gave me that a little extra push to you know keep charging ahead. Right, it's it's helpful to have that coach that can tell you, yeah, now's the time to continue pushing through those walls. Not right. Uh, Otherwise, you're just doing it on your own, you know, you reach out to three and you figure, oh, no one ever got back to me. So that's it. I'm going to cut my losses.
0: Every event right coach that I talk to says that that's something they constantly need to emphasize and push the students to do. Reaching out to more companies, make that list bigger, reach out more times to each company. Um, Do you find yourself talking to your students about that quite frequently as
1: well? All the time. And I couldn't agree more with that hundred figure, you know, I call that the wall. So like once I've reached out to hundred companies, usually I start to hit a wall and I say, okay, well, let me, I'll actually give it a little bit of a breather and go do something else and then maybe come back again. And then you can get another five, 20, right? 30. What's, what's you know. your
0: preferred mechanism? We teach our students LinkedIn, email, phone to use all three. What do you like personally the most?
1: well availability so whatever they got on their website right so if it's an email if it's a link to their linkedin so i look at that i look okay what are they advertising and i'll use those methods and i try to use at least 5 different all at the same time mm-hmm. that's me
0: and then once you once you get to know them is it usually email that's how yes. you're gonna, yeah you're going to get a hold of them however you can but once right. you do you're going to get an email usually
1: definitely yes got it okay
0: um, okay, so let's get some more. Let's get some dirt on Keanu Paul. What What? can you remember back? What, what was some of the the misperceptions he had something he wasn't doing quite right? Early, early on, like, compared to how what he's doing now?
2: Oh, boy. That was so long ago. What
0: did it was he researching the products enough? He mentioned he had a, a Keanu, you mentioned you had a product, and you're like, uh, I don't know if I really thought that one through. One of the earlier ones you worked on,
1: I, I did. Yeah, it, it was, you know, for me at that at that early stages, I really felt like, oh, you know, I think that's an industry I should go in. So let me just let me give it a try. So I'd kind of just throw things together without really doing that, you know, inventing for the marketplace. And that was something that Paul certainly helped come in and help me look at things from a different way that, cause you don't know what you don't know. And that's one of the biggest problems. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was invaluable.
2: So I think it's one thing that I find most um, inventors have the issue with is they find something that's cool and that's maybe a problem, maybe not a problem, but something that would be useful in their life. And it's not necessarily something that the a big enough mass would be interested in for a company to license it it's not saying it's not a good idea because i'll tell you i still stand by my words that i think almost every product i've seen in my nearly six years coaching if somebody would give it a chance it would sell now the thing is would it sell a thousand units a year or a hundred thousand units a year and whatever the metric is that the companies look for, I don't know if, if they even cognizantly have an exact number, but they do kind of have a gut feel for how big of a market would take it. So I think they recognize, too, yeah, we know that that would sell because we have some products that are a lot worse than that, and we're selling some of it, but just not enough to make us want to pull the trigger on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. So, Keanu, we promised that people would, would learn how to be more like you, and And have your level of success, so I'm just gonna open it up here and let you talk about um, what are the what are the key things inventors need to know? What are their key takeaways? What's the mindset stuff that you can't cover at all, of course, but what's the most important stuff for you and you know as an event right coach, you know what's important. Where do people get off track?
1: Well, the two biggest things, if I had to tell two things only would be come up with a lot of ideas and reach out to a lot of companies. That's what worked for me. That was my formula. And for most successful inventors, I see they use a variety. They do that. They come up with. They have a lot of ideas and they reach out to a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get in your own head because that's, you know, that is the biggest downfall. I I would believe in most inventors is getting in their own head. Oh, is this product perfect? Right. So they'll perfect it. They'll try to perfect it spend a month, two months, three months working on an idea. Okay. Now it's perfect. Oh, now I got a PPA. Okay. Let me go make that perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. Another three months down and then, and then what now the market's gone. So getting in your head, right? So if you don't know how to do it, find somebody that knows how to do it to help show you the path. That's what I would say.
0: So a, a, a lot of products, a lot of companies per product, lots of outreach. Um, Don't be a perfectionist. Yes. Don't be a perfectionist. I
2: I want to add in there, it's not necessarily how much a duration of time, it's how many of your personal hours you're putting into a product. Because some people have more time and can put 40 hours in in a week, and others it take them three or four weeks to get 40 hours. But I think that that's pretty close. If you're spending more than 40 hours from conception of the idea to calling companies, you're getting hung up and you need help. To get through it because after you do two or three it really it's not 40 hours anymore it's maybe half that it might be 20 hours of your time to take it from coming up with the idea to when you're calling companies that makes mm-hmm. it really efficient between that little that short of amount of time and the PPA um, which is $60 now and if you're hiring somebody to do a sales sheet for you you're into it, maybe a hundred bucks or hundred and fifty bucks, and twenty hours of your time to see if that idea is viable.
0: Keanu, did you feel like things have speeded up a lot for you? I mean, I always say the first thing you do, the first time you do anything in life, it's way slower. For those of for those folks that are listening, it's their first product they're working on licensing and they feel like it's just going mind-numbingly slow, what words of of wisdom do you have for them to to get this first one done and keep going?
1: Yeah, act, do actions, and are you talking to companies right now? Because you can have the best idea in the world, but if you haven't talked to a single company yet, and you're trying to license the product, good luck. It's never gonna happen, because they're the ones that bring it to market, right? So if you're just sitting on an idea, and you're not talking to companies, it's never going to get to market, especially if you're trying to license it. You have to do that. You have to be talking to companies.
0: So where the rubber meets the road is when you reach out to your first company, that's when you're in the game. That's yes. when things can happen. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then, yes. So
0: we're going to do another video. We're going to come back, guys. We're going to do another video. We're going to interview Keanu about how he can take things to the next level, how he can continue his success how can he take things to the next level? What he's like to do, and I would like Paul to give his take on how he thinks uh, Keanu can take things to the next level. So, I'll remind everybody to take care, keep inventing. Thank you, Keanu. Thank you, Paul. We're going to come back for another video and see what Keanu's plans are for taking things to the next level. Take care, everybody. Bye. <music>